Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Apostle E.A. Ajay. Apostle E.A. Ajay is the founder and pastor of Devotional Light Church. He is also the founder of the Jesus the Answer campaign and an author of several best-selling books. Devotional Light Church is a vibrant church with people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to E.A. Ajay. Last week, uh, I was preaching or I was showing and we look, um, the title of the message was uh, Know Your Christ. Amen. Amen. Uh, the title was Know What Your Christ. Amen. And I said, you see, if you are not careful, you will not really know who Christ Jesus is. So you must really know who what Christ Jesus is. So we began to take things from the Bible to give us and tell us who Christ is. We look at the, some of the essentials. Amen. Um, today we'll continue on that same path. Amen. Just that today we are just looking, you know, Christ is huge. So last week we really looked at who he is as a person. That one, it doesn't matter whether you accept it or not. You believe it or not, it doesn't change that fact. He is. You understand? Uh-huh. He is. So, for example, I go to a place and they say, oh, this cannot be a pastor. It doesn't matter. Because I'm a pastor. Whether they believe it or they don't accept it, I'm what? A pastor. I'm doing the work of what? A pastor. Uh-huh. So, he is. Whether you agree, you, you only die and you realize truly what? He is. Amen. So, but today's own is to point us towards his heart, uh, his heart in the sense of his nature, what he likes. Like in that part, you understand? Because sometimes it is easy to work with somebody and not know what really touches the heart of that person. Many people have that problem in marriage. Amen. In marriage. The lady has been saying this thing for years. You are still not doing it. And you listen to what your friends say about women. And you are doing that one rather. And what that woman said about her, you are not doing it. Did you get it? So you can be with somebody and you are doing everything you read from Facebook and social media that you have to do it as a wife. But the one thing the person said, this is what I like. You are not doing it. So sometimes it is easier to work with somebody and don't really realize what the heart of the person, what touches, hits the person's heart. You see, if you begin to pay attention, you realize that it's not difficult to please people. Believe me. It is only that one, two, maximum three things. But sometimes we are too stiff neck. Hey. <laughs> Hey, you are doing makeup, you are doing weave on, you are wearing heels. All is good. But the person say, I like joggies. And you are not wearing joggies. And you say, and you are not saying I'm beautiful. But I said joggies, that one you are not wearing it. And you say, I'm going to do my hair for you because of that you are not saying. But the joggies the person said. Hey. <laughs> Amen. So sometimes it's possible to forget about 
or walk with Christ and not know his nature. Because it is knowing his nature, touching his nature. That's what will move him towards you. Amen. There are spiritual rules. Amen. Just as there are physical rules. Amen. So today we are coming from that angle to know him what? More. Amen. Today we will display it on the screen like we did uh, Sunday last because we are picking and choosing. Amen. So the first thing I want you to know about Christ is that he is he is a king and he also has a kingdom. Amen. So this our Christ He's not an ordinary man. John chapter 18, verse 36 to 37. If we should read, we'll read from the screen, please. John chapter 18, verse 36 to what? 37. So it is important you realize that Christ has a kingdom. And he is a king. And not only a king, but he's also the ruler of all kings. Meaning he's the king of kings you see that is why me me when i'm coming to him i wear one of my best dress yes because even if i'm going interview i don't just appear on iron i want something nice yeah yes now i'm looking for the time that i will go into prayer dress already that's my next subject no it's true going to prayer dress already like this yeah, that's my target now. You see, so because you see, if he becomes tangible, the more you believe, eh, it is your action that shows. Faith, faith is what you do, not what you think or you or you say. Yeah, some of you, even if your boyfriends are calm, you quickly change, isn't it? But in the church, boyfriends are a bad word. Your beloved. Because when, you know, the word boyfriend, you know. So look at it. John chapter 18, 36 to 37. Please read it. Jesus answered, my mm. kingdom is not of this world. Mm-hmm. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight that I should not be delivered to the Jews? But now is my kingdom not from hence. Amen. 37. Mm-hmm. Pilate therefore said unto him, Art thou a king then? Jesus answered, Thou sayest that I am a king. To this end was I born, and for this cause came I into the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth. Everyone that is of the truth heareth my voice. Amen. Amen. So he said, I have a kingdom. Jesus said he has a kingdom. It is only kings that have kingdom. Kingdom is... An old word for country. For country. Or a group of what country. So then Pilate, who is a king, understands, oh, if you have a kingdom, then you're a king. Because only kings can have kingdom. And he said, you are the one saying it. He didn't deny. He said, but to this end, I was what? Born. So Christ has a kingdom. But note, his kingdom is not of this earth. Note that. You understand? And he is what? A king. Amen. Because Revelation chapter 1 verse 5 says that he is the ruler of the kings of this earth. So even the kings of this earth are under Christ. 
You must believe it. You must believe it. The kings of this earth are what? Under Christ. Look at it. And from Christ Jesus, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of kings of the earth. He is the prince of kings of this earth. So he's not only a king, but he's the king above the kings. Today, every president, every minister is a king. It's just change of name. But Christ is above them. So when you are dealing with Christ, know that you are dealing with a king. I always think like that. I always think like that. That's why I always want to give my best. You can't give what you don't have. But you can give your worst. But you see, you give your best. When I was growing up, <laughs> my mother had a, a special cabinet. And that cabinet has certain glasses, plates, spoons, and fork. No one uses it. So she gets certain guests. And she used those ones. <laughs> and I remember when I was growing I was thinking, eh? No, me, when I grow up, I won't do that. Why can't I enjoy? I will enjoy what? Why should visitors alone come and enjoy or enjoy? But as I grew up now, I understand. Yes. Because sometimes I go to the kitchen and the spoons are finished. <laughs> Meanwhile, I bought the spoon because I love the spoon. Heavy spoon is finished. Sometimes you come off a sudden, the plate is finished. <laughs> hey. So now I understood why my mother kept setting. Because one time I said to Pastor Joyce, we went to Tiki Mas, and she said, well, let's buy this one. I said, no, no, let's just buy the pound land one. Because <laughs> this one, the time you take it, in three months, you won't see it again. <laughs> Pastor Joyce said, no, 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 if you follow the children, we won't have anything good. <laughs> said, so now I understood my what? Mother, why she kept it. Hey. So I am aware that I'm dealing with a king. Who has a kingdom? The kingdom is very important. And he, the scripture said, the one we read, his kingdom is not this earth, but it is his kingdom that I'm looking to go, that will be my resting place forever. So me being aware that Christ is a king, and he has a kingdom, and his kingdom is where I want to go, because he said, I go to prepare a place for you. I will go and rest forever. That means one day, by the grace of God, I will be before this what? King. Forever. So I am concerned about this king rather more than all the other kings. Please, you understand? I'm concerned about this king than the kings of this earth because he is their prince. So he's not a small person. Sometimes if you see how we talk and our dealing with Christ, as if he's just some boy, as if as for him, no, please, so he's not. Don't get it wrong. That's why, you see, you know, every occupation has an impact on those who are in that occupation. Do you know that? Yeah, and like every occupation has its peculiar hazard. Yeah. 
Yeah, so every occupation has an impact on those. I was watching news, and they say that taxi drivers in America, uh, they all have a particular disease, infection of the urine tract. Yeah, it, it's like that disease. Yeah, most people who feel chef have back pain and all, you know, uh, yeah. Most drivers have back pain because they sit longer, waist pain and things. Yeah. So every occupation has what? Inf has that and its influence on people. So you see that if people who God is tangible to them or they normally see God, when I say normally see, especially prophet, people who see visions and things, you see that they are very particular about their dressing. You see that in a certain sense, I say their dress is even magazine. They tend to wear, they don't just wear suits, but it has to be a certain suit with a certain style. Because you see, you will be seeing this reality in the spirit. You will see a white dress of the angel so white and so well ironed. It, it rubs on you. It imparts you. Yes. When you, sometimes you see yourself in the spirit. So that thing imparts you. Because God is the God designed the first dress, do we know that? In the Garden of Eden. When he introduced his priest, he designed a dress for them. His dress has 12 diamonds, different types of diamonds. <laughs> he created the jewels, so he knows all these things. Amen. So I'm saying that be aware that he's a king. And he has a kingdom. And he's the king of kings. So have that mind because he is please you understand and he's also the bearer of truth the scripture we read before this he's also the bearer of truth the john 18 verse 17 which is important because meaning he will always stand for truth you see many christians don't know this aspect of christ Many Christians think because they are Christians, even if they are wrong, God or Christ will make them true. It doesn't work like that. You see, please, do you understand? It doesn't work what? Like that. Amen. The scripture we read earlier on, please. 18 verse 37. 37. Amen. 37. Go to the 37. So look at it. It says, to this end was I born, and for this cause, what is his cause? Came into the world that I should bear witness unto the truth. So God, this shows that Christ will always stand for the truth, with the truth. Even if the truth is coming from a pagan, he will stand with the truth. It doesn't matter the source of the truth. And many Christians don't realize that fact. You know, there's a time Christ was preaching. And he said, if your brother is taking you to court, make peace and sort him out. Other than when he takes you to court, you will be jailed. Yeah. Why, didn't you, why didn't he say, pray to me or call on God? Because he said, if you are not truthful, the effect will happen. Because he's a bearer and witness unto the truth. So anything that is truth. Never forget this about God. Because sometimes when we say 
He's merciful, he's gracious, he's loving kindness, he's compassionate, which is true, he is. But sometimes we tend to mean that mean he will follow lies and he will back lies. And because we are Christian, no, no. He back true. He's always on the side of truth. So you must love truth. You understand? And yeah, you are human. You could get it wrong. You could be in a place of lie. But when you are in a place of lie, don't try to let the lie be like truth. Say, have mercy. <laughs> don't try to say you, for, you have to back the lie. But rather say, have mercy. Please understand. So notice about Christ Jesus. Amen. The next thing I want you to know about Christ Jesus is John 14, verse 3. Amen. John 14, verse 3. Amen. It's important you remember this. You remember this. Because this is why we are living here. This is why we are here. We all depart. Amen. Please read it for us. John 14, verse 3. Mm -hmm. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there ye may be also. So he's going, as he went, he's going to prepare a place for us. And that place is being prepared. That place has real building. It has real roads. Amen. And, And that place, I even believe, have cars that we haven't seen yet. Try and go and look at the first BMW that was made and compare it to now. Totally different. When they made the first BMW, they didn't think they could make anything. You, your imagination is limited to your time. But God is everlasting. Archbishop Duncan Williams visited heaven. And he said when he went to heaven, God asked him to call one person he thinks is in heaven. And he said before he he was going to mention his spiritual father. But then an elder in his church who is dead came into mind. So he mentioned the elder's name. So the moment he mentioned the elder's name, the elder pulled in a car. He said, in a car in heaven. He said, the car looked like a Range Rover. White. Then he said to Jesus, car in heaven. And said that Jesus said, what do you think the rules of gold are for? Because the Bible says the rules are of gold. You, you, you see... Years ago, they didn't believe that we could have pavement road. They thought the best road we could have were bricks. And we began to have this butane road. Now we have pavement road. Years ago, they didn't believe that a whole shopping center would be towels. Now when you go shopping center, is towels. So you think gold is something because you are. But the one who created gold, what is gold? The Bible says in the days of Solomon, Israel never respected silver because gold was numerous. Yeah. So it's a superior city. He said, I go and prepare. They will be eating and drinking there because he said, I will not drink of this vine again until you come. Yeah. Amen. So never forget, he's preparing it. He's preparing it. He's preparing it. He's preparing it. Archbishop Duncan, I said, when he went to heaven, they showed him T.L. T. Osborne's house. And he said, T.L. Osborne's house is like a whole town. Yes. It's like a whole town. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's like a whole town. I, ha I used to have a, a prophetess. She's dead. Once she told me, she told me that uh, somebody died in her church. And when she was praying, they were praying. They were praying. God told her to pray for the person to come back. So they were praying. They were praying. And said, God told her that the reason is the person's house has not been finished. Yeah. So if he goes, yeah. And they prayed and the person came back, did not die. Yeah. Yeah. So, and Jesus said, if you should read this very well, he said, if it wasn't so, I would have told you. Yeah. That same prophetess told me after that incident. So she became concerned and she asked God, so what about her building? <laughs> and she said, God told her she is wise, so her building is being built. And she said, I said, because whenever somebody gives her money, she removes tight and give it out whenever. Whenever. So that's what she said. Amen. So she, Jesus, this Jesus is preparing a place. What he has for us is advanced. Believe me, believe me. Believe me. Before iPhone came, this phone, did you imagine these phones can do all this thing? You remember the Nokia, the blue lights? You thought you've got diamond. You thought it's F30. You see, this, he can still remember the name almost 20 years now. Because you compare that one to the iPhone, it's a toy. So you, you think it's, you see, your human imagination. But even if you compare your 20 years ago, and that should tell you all the things in the Bible is not fair or far-fetched. Amen. So he's gone. Never forget, though. This is the place we are going. So Jesus is busy preparing for us. He's not this, this earthly thing. The Bible says vanity or what? Perish. He said you enjoy it. He said enjoy it. It was made for you. So enjoy it, but don't think that is what? No, 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 no. Enjoy it. Buy the trainers. Wear it. Check it out. Buy the latest model. Just check it out. But don't sacrifice your soul for it. That's why I say, what shall it profit if you lose your soul because of that? Just see it as something that... Did you hear the preaching? So this, I can change it. I can change it. <laughs> Amen. So remember that. Amen. And first John chapter 3. Or let's read Luke first, please. Luke chapter 5, verse 31 to 32. So we are looking at things about Jesus. Amen. So when you wake up morning, every activity, one day I will teach how you build your house. Because it's in the Bible. It's direct in the Bible. That activity, the things as you do, you do in heaven, cement is being put for you. A block is being laid, all those things. Amen. Mm. Let's read it, please. Luke 5:31 to 32. To 32. Mm -hmm. Amen. And Amen. Jesus answering said unto them, They that are whole need not a physician, but they that are sick. I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Amen. Amen. So Jesus, you must note Jesus. Now that we are on this earth, His purpose is to call sinners into repentance. Note, not sinners to remain sinners. 
the new point. Why cause sinner to remain sinner? Why go and win a soul and the soul remain what? A sinner. But he's come to call people into repentance. So on this earth, in heaven, Jesus is a contractor, a builder, building places for us. But on earth, his work is calling sinners into repentance. Because normal people call, normal people quote this scripture, oh, God did not come for the righteous. He came for sinners. Then they will leave it there. But when you say that it's incomplete, it's an error. You've twisted the fact. Because he's come to call sinners for what? Into repentance. So it is important each one of us repent. Repentance is important. And repentance exists because as humans, things will happen that the only way forward is to repent. Repent means change your mind. Meaning if that same thing should come up again, you wouldn't what? Do it. So it's, it's not okay if you fall, but you can fall. It's not okay if you do wrong, but you can do wrong. But you don't need to remain on the floor. You don't need to remain in the wrong. You just have to change your mind. You just have to rise up again. You see? But remember, he's come to cause sinners into repentance. So we come in as sinners, but we must repent. If we don't repent, then that is not his call. He's not, please, do you understand? So he came not for the righteous because the righteous are for him and a repented sinner become what righteous you understand so it's all right it's all right to leave you people and go for what to bring what the sinner what in into what righteousness amen praise the lord jesus amen. now look again at First John chapter 3, verse 5 to 6. So don't forget, Christ came to cause sinners into right, uh, repentance. Now many sinners don't want to come into repentance. Now if you, our evangelism, if you are not careful, it's like, if you are not careful, it's like even just the purpose is to call them into what? Repentance. Not just to call them into the church. We are only interested in them coming to church because you can't know God overnight. To know God and be saved is an ongoing process. But if you are not careful, it sounds as if we are buying people. You understand? Oh, yes. Like somebody like Akim said to me, many people were telling him, come to our church, come to our church. And it's like, we can help you. But we never said that. We never said we can help you. Because we are not here to help you. We are here for you to know God. You see, but God is a helper. He's the great helper. He said, it is in vain. It's in vain for man to help you without the help of God. If God is helping you, man will help you. But if God is not helping you, man will not help you. Several people are invited to church and do you know the number of people who have invited me to church? And these are people who always want money from me. Oh yeah, even there are people that have blocked. A lot of people want money from 
me. They see us as cash cow. Anyway, I don't even have one anyway. <laughs> but even if I have one, I will not just give it out. It, will not, it won't be there again. But what I'm trying to say is that, you see, that statement causing us into repentance. Because sometimes I think that giving the person money is what you've done well, but many see cash. There's a need, though. There's a place where people need money, people need help. You understand? But when you are out there, it sounds as if, you, have you not been experiencing it? It sounds as if, oh, like we are fighting over them. But no, we shouldn't be so. We want them to be saved. That's all. We are not factories. Amen. Several times people have insulted us at Jesus Dancer Campaign because they will ask for money and we say we don't have. And they'll say you're a Christian. I say, I'm a bank. Because being a Christian doesn't make me a bank. I say, we are here that you will find Christ. I say, especially the white people. I say, even the, the government, government, the money he gives you is not even enough. How much can I give you? <laughs> Social, whatever, how do you call it? Uh, universe, but there's a word for it. The, the, the social system, United Kingdom social system, can take care of you. Can I take care of you? Hey! <laughs> you, you understand? Several times we'll be there, and people say, Look at the beggar. Uh, why don't you go and give him money? They, they tell us. And I, I say, We are not here to be giving money. We are not here to be giving money. You see, that statement that woman said, and they've They've, they've chucked her away. It's a very terrible thing, but I agree with her. Yeah, I agree with her, you know. Our home secretary, you know. Yeah. You see, because what she said, for a British citizen, that you are homeless, it's a choice in United Kingdom. It's a choice. It's a choice. Uh, for a British citizen. Because the system has made it such a way that you shouldn't be homeless. And we are in a society that now we fight the truth. We should be careful. It's a choice. Because I see them all the time. I see them. It's a choice. Don't tell me. Even illegal people are getting a place to sleep. It's a choice. It's a choice. Have you not seen that there's there's a lot of charities where you can shower but still they are sleeping outside because they are not looking for please you understand so that sinners will become what? righteousness let's read the John 1 John chapter 3 5 to 6 Amen. First Amen. John chapter five, uh, chapter three, verse five to six. Yeah. And ye know that he was manifested to take away our sins and in him is no sin Whosoever abideth in him sinneth not. Whosoever, whosoever sinneth had not seen him, neither known him. So Amen. we read the scripture that he came to call sinners into repentance. But he himself, he has no sin. So you understand. So Jesus has what? No sin. And say so who? But he came to take away our sin. So we have sin. You know? But when we come to Jesus, when Jesus comes, he doesn't want to stay with our sin. He has no sin. He rather wants to take away our sin. So it's true from this scripture. 
either you allow him to take away your sin, then he will abide in you and you abide in him or not. Because anyone who abides in him will not continue to sin. Because the fact is your sin must be taken away when you come to Jesus. It will be a process, but it has to be taken away. Because in him there is no sin. And it's called you into repentance, meaning no more of those sins. Please, please, do you understand me? So when we say that, oh, Christ understands, eh, we're on a journey, it's not right. It's not, it's not Christian. Please, you understand? From this scripture, you could see that God, Christ, don't want anything to do with sin. He doesn't hate sinners. He has come for sinners. He has come to cause sinners, to take away the sins from the sinners. But not to remain with sinners, not to stand in with them. So when he was dining with the sinners, was well, not to be one of them, but to call them into righteousness, into repentance, to take away their sin, meaning you will sin no more. Please, you understand? So you, you must know where Christ is from and where he is what? Going. Please, do you get it? He starts somewhere, but he, he has a target. Praise the Lord Jesus. And he does that for our own word. Good. Amen. Amen. John 10, verse 10 to 11. Amen. John 10, verse 10 to 11. So all I'm saying, because you just have to understand this dynamic with Christ and allow it. Make it a priority. Because, you see, anything you arise to it is a matter of time you will go. You, you, you will overcome it. But sometimes you can't downplay it and it will what? Remain. Mm -hmm. But then our purpose, then we fail our purpose. But then the danger is when all is said and done, we will amount to nothing. You see? Okay, read this. John 10 verse 10. Amen. John 10, verse 10 to 11. Mm -hmm. The thief cometh not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Amen. I, amen. So, as for Christ, he has come that you will have life and have it abundantly. Everyone else come to steal from you, kill you, and destroy you. So in other words, he's telling you that you're dealing with him. Everything about him. Don't think he is coming to steal from you. Don't think he wants to destroy you. No, because some Christians, if you see how they relate with God, the church, the Bible, is as if God wants to steal them or destroy them, or God is preventing, or Christ is preventing them from bad things. I say bad things, from good things. He said, no, he's come that you rather have life and life in what? Abundance, meaning more. Meaning if a worldly person sees you, he must see that you are more alive than people in the world. So don't think it's what makes you Christian. Or, or don't think that Steve, you don't move. That's not what makes you a Christian have life. I got life, 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 and life in what? Abundance. 
life in your marriage life in your body life in your finances your relationship that is why he has come life in your house life in your relation that is why he has come one time i you know sometimes you are thinking you don't even know you are thinking so one time i was thinking you know, i've wake up i did not even know then i heard the holy spirit say to me don't think i will cheat you then i realized all along i'm thinking i'll be this was my first one or two years as a pastor i'll be at a disadvantage and you know without you knowing subconscious like you you'll be cheated no no then i came to my senses so he hasn't come to steal from you your joy happiness to kill your dressing or suppress you anything but that you rather have what more life more life when i found christ now i have more life see i I don't need alcohol to be happy i don't need cigarette any substance to be happy because now i have life see they are dead that if they don't drink they don't smoke weed they can't function that is a dead person no it's true see without alcohol you can't be happy so part of you is dead because when you were a child you were happy you didn't drink alcohol but you see the life i don't need all those things yes i don't need all those things life 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 remember that he, he, he hasn't come to steal with you. You see, that's why it's a word, the spirit of the Lord is there's liberty. Freedom. There's no box. No, 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 no. Don't do this. Don't touch this. Don't do this. Hey, please. Amen. So remember that of Christ. It's very important. Amen. So life will be in your car. Amen. And also look at another scripture. 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9. The reason why we are reading this one is, this is our last but one scripture, is that we will know, yes, 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9, that Christ is not against riches. He's not against what? Riches. Amen. If anything, he is for riches. Amen. Look at what he said. He said, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, every service we made the grace of our Lord. And what is that grace? Say, even though Jesus was rich, yet for my sake he became poor, that through his poverty I might be rich. It means that Christ has made a provision and has suffered certain things that through him, I will be rich. So this, he's not a poor Christian. So it means that when he was born in the manger, he intentionally, because that's the lowest, so that I don't need to be born in a manger. When he didn't, because he became poor, when he didn't have house, he didn't have house, because he told them, foxes have holes. I, what do I, I don't have house. When he didn't have house, so that I will have house. You understand? Yeah. yeah. Remember, he didn't have a cow. He has to borrow someone's car. Remember, I said, go and you see a court tie and tell them that the master is in need of it. He didn't have one. Because as for the Jerusalem, this time he has to go with a car. He has to go with a car. But someone's own. 
So that I that, that those were their cars. So not everyone had the car to chariot was like the limousine. You know. It's the same thing, it has just changed. He didn't have a car, so that I will have what? A car. He didn't have a place for the last supper. Remember, he said, Go to the man, tell him there's a place as person. So that me, I will have a hall with eight sitter table. <laughs> if all I'm trying to say, he is not for poverty. Because I've heard people say, I don't want to be rich. But I've never heard anyone who said, I want to be poor. So know that. Know that when someone is prospering good, be happy for the person. It's not all riches that is evil. It's not all prosperity that is evil. Some come from God. Some even come from diligent work. There's nothing wrong if one buy 200 pound watch or 1,000 pound trainer. As long as it's in their power, it makes sense. You understand? So he's not what? <laughs> he's not what? A poor. He wants you to be rich. So I can, from this scripture, from this scripture, I can say today, maybe God wants you to give a few thousands of pounds for the book. Don't worry, if it doesn't happen today, you get another opportunity. And you have the thousands to give. Your ten pounds will become your thousand pounds. Amen. Yeah. Even the worst way, if you don't, your children will have it. One day you walk with your children and they will give thousand pounds when you give ten pounds. It's the same thing. No, because there are things you can't have anymore because of the practical side. So he will give it to your children. There are things in order for your children to have you must impregnate it, birth it, and they will rip. It's spiritual. One day I will teach children's blessing because of parents. Just like there are people who are happy today. You can call them any name, but they are happy they are going because their parents, they inherit a house. So they don't parent the allowance. So even if they are earning thousand pounds a month, all is for them. You, you understand? You, you can fight them. It won't change that fact. It's the same with people. It's the same spiritually as well. God says, Solomon, Solomon, if it wasn't for your father, David, he couldn't tell Solomon because of David. Yeah. Because he had a covenant with David. Amen. So note this about God. Amen. Last scripture. John 15 verse 12 to 13. John 15 verse 12 to 13. Last scripture then we'll bring to this service, this session to a close. John 15. Amen. Hmm. So look at what Jesus said. Mm -hmm. Amen. John mm -hmm. 15, 12 to 13. Mm -hmm. This is my commandment, that ye love one another as I have loved you. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. Amen. So the, one of the commands Jesus wants, with Jesus, what he wants is that we love one another. He doesn't like it at all when we don't love one another another and it's a command you don't have a choice he said this is what my command to you what is that command that you love one another as i have loved you when you really understand this part of jesus you won't even be in a rush to be committed 
And when you find people you know and where love is, you receive it. Because, you see, the reality of love, sometimes no small to love a person. Sometimes it's impossible. You see, but you are to love one another. Meaning, anyone you are connected to, anyone you are dealing with, you must love them. Love is always genuine. <laughs> you must love them. And I pray for love all the time. I pray that I'll be filled with love. I pray that I will love what anyone I'm connected to. Especially the people of God. Amen. Believe me. Love one another. Because without love, you will change. Oh, you will change. Without love, you can stop doing the good you do. It's not easy to love. But remember, it's a command. So the more you are able, we are able to love one another, the more he's happy. Because see this, he compared it to himself. Because love one another. As I've loved you. In other words, you have loved you. So you too love them. And he said, listen, greater love has no man that he has to lay down his life. The level of love that I've shown to you, there should be no love that you shouldn't be able to show. He didn't say we should let people use us or take a make out of us. He said we should love them. Uh, because some people think when you are being used, it means love. No, that one is more likely foolishness. <laughs> what is love? Love is kind. Love is patient. Love is not self-seeking, isn't it? Yeah. Love does not what, keep records of wrongs. Those things are love. <laughs> not to please the person. Not to say... Not... not to say uh, yes when you know you should say no. Not to flatter the person. That is not love. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. So let's love one another. Let's love one another. He wants us to love one another. When you are surrounded with 10 people that you love each other, believe me, life becomes better, greater, it's almost perfect for you that you're even surrounded by 100 people and there's no love. Believe me. Believe me. And the world will become cold when it comes to love. But let's love one another. Let's what? Love one another. That's why when we close and people are dashing off, I'm not happy. Because to me, to me, it's a sign that you don't love us. Oh, Yes. Because see, when you love somebody, you talk to the person. There can never be love without conversation. I'm not saying teach the person. I'm talking about conversation. Eh? Eh, eh. The way you people are quiet. Eh, women, what do you complain about? When you are dating somebody or your husband, or what do you say? It's communication. She doesn't talk. doesn't communicate. How, if, how come that means the person don't love you? But you always complain about it. To you, it's a sign that the person don't love you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> you see, when you love someone, you will fellowship with the person. You will be interested in the person. 
Yeah, in the person. You think of the well-being of the person. You see, not a single day, God is my witness, that coming to church has been difficult to me. Never. They, in fact, my house, they used to come in. I'm going, hurry up. Are you done? Because many times I'm the one saying, where are you? Let's go. I'm going. I'm leaving. I'm threatening them. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. <laughs> you understand? So let's love one another. You've heard the word of God. I just want you to lift up your voice and just pray regarding this word of God. Remember that Christ came to give us what? Uh, life and life in abundance. Lift up your voice and pray that he became poor, that his true through his poverty we will be rich amen that he came to call us from sin into repentance that he's interested to take away our sin he means that he knows we will have sin he knows we do have sin and he's there to help us and take away those sin remember just to trust him on that help ask him and engage him on that amen and remember remember he wants us to love ourselves remember also that he's a king let him become tangible Pray, 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 pray. Ele mashaka to mayandereha. Ele mamayanda broko sheke to mayandurubruha. We believe you have been blessed by the teachings of God's word. For audio CDs, videos, books, and other information, please visit our website on www.devotionallightchurch.com. God bless you.